disclaimer, we know nothing really about Formula One. Sometimes we make wild accusations and wild ideas based on only what we think might be true. I like to be very clear in the fact that we are not experts and we have no idea what we're talking about. So welcome to F1 Purple Rain Podcast with me, Ryan. And me, Dom. And I decided I'll go first this week just to change up a wee bit. <laughs> I like how it goes much more smoother as well. Because I always get like, uh, what race is it? Yep. Uh, yes, and this is the Hungarian Grand Prix podcast. <laughs> he says that he's shoving, I don't know what that is, into your mouth, but it looks like Mexican chili. Mexican chili stew. It looks awful. It is unbelievable. So, shall I um, get on with Dom's news? Yes, let's go for Dom's news. Well, I think the big news this week is Sebastian Vettel. Did you hear? Um, I did hear, yeah. I was quite surprised. First, he makes a social media account. And then for his first post, his first post is, yeah, I'm retired now. It was a bit mad, wasn't it? I mean, I did quite, he's a really long video. Like, did you know he likes bread? Yeah, I like the smell of freshly baked bread in the morning. Cheers, Vettel. Thanks up. Sebastian Vettel. He likes bread. Who knew? Yeah, a bit, mm-hmm. big news, really. Him quitting. Uh, yeah, kind of like, kind of like, I don't know where I thought he would have at least stayed till the end of next season, maybe. Yeah, I thought so as well. I thought he was sort of developing their car a little bit. He'd be working closely with um, Strong a bit more because um, he's been working with the team. But yeah, just. It was really out of the blue. You didn't hear yeah. it first from us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because in the last podcast, I think I said that I think Vettel, Hamilton, and Alonso will retire after next season. Yeah. But right. Obviously, Vettel's just put that in the fucking spanner. Oh, yeah. put that in the, put the, put that spanner in the works for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it really took me by surprise. Um, and obviously, that's all everyone's been talking about. But. Um, I just didn't think he was going to quit yet. I just thought he would... Uh, I actually... I mean, there was rumours that he might replace Hamilton when Hamilton is done. He was sort of waiting for that, like they'd pull him in. This is a German driver. It's good for Mercedes being a German brand. But I don't know. It would have been nice to see him in a good car one last time because yeah. uh, he's a really likeable guy. Yeah. I liked um, some of the driver's posts were good, like, um, like obviously mentioned his retirement. Like, Hamilton was really like, pleasant about him. Said it was an honour to rest beside him, but an even greater honour to call him his friend. So... Yeah, and then like Danny Rick was like, "Enjoy retirement, mate." And that was yeah. it. Yeah, some of them were pretty uh, non-existent, but um, and then even more shockingly, um, so that's what anyone I ever spoke about at the race was his retirement. But then after the race, even more shocking, which I think we should discuss as well as news, is his replacement. Yeah, I did not expect this driver to be his replacement. Like. This is just out of nowhere. <laughs> like, really? why, why, why is Fernando Alonso leaving Alpine, who are probably going to finish fourth in the constructors this year, to join Aston Martin, who are like ninth? I just don't get it. Well, I do get it. It's money, surely. It's money, 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 money. It's probably his last big payday, because obviously he's like 41. And surely Aston Martin has said that they're going to have a good car next year. I don't think so. I just think it's all about money. I can't envision what, why Fernando. Look, Fernando, he was at Renault, McLaren, then Renault again. Now Minardi. He was at Minardi first, wasn't he? Minardi. 
Like, is he going for the driver who's had the most teams? I don't understand and, it. Like, and Ferrari, did you say that? Yeah. And Ferrari, yeah. And, and then sure. back to and then back to McLaren, and then retired, and then it went to, then went to back to Renault slash Alpine, and then now he's going to Aston Martin. Just they can't. They can't be promising him that the car's going to be amazing because not, the Mercedes engine isn't even the best engine on the grid at the moment. Like they, That's what I understand. The Alpine car is miles ahead of that, of, uh, that team he's going to. Yeah. Miles ahead. And so it's all fully, it, it can only be something is going on behind closed doors. There's not. It's not all friendly, friendly, fun-loving in, in Alpine as we are led to believe. Or, yeah, because we, we, we thought the whole season that Alonso and Ocon are doing really well with each other. Yeah. But, there's been some things, especially in this race as well, where Alonso's came on the radio a few times and just been slabbering about Ocon. Yeah, that's what I don't... I mean, this race, we maybe it's been highlighted in this race, like you said, like, um, this not as all friendly as you were led to believe this uh, relationship between Alpine, Ocon and uh, Alonso, because... I'm just shocked. I thought it was a proper family unit. It's what they're always going on the radio about working together as a team and Ocon defenders are lying and help me out. But there has been a couple of races recently where they've, been, they've come to blows. Yeah, especially with like Alonso's history and all with um, Alpine slash Renault. You know, he's won his world titles and all there. He's drove from twice before. Yeah, but it's just weird. Like, he's going to a worse team. It can only be because of money or because of something going on behind closed doors. Like, um, it's, it's not as, like fun loving and friendly and family oriented as we're led to believe but it's uh yeah really shocked it, it's, it's got to be about money though at the end of the day i can't they, they can't be promising him a better package he's not an idiot Mm-mm. yeah but and like is it, is it a one-year contract or two-year deal or uh, it's a two um, it's a multi-year i think when i saw it hmm, that's interesting as well i don't think he would be yeah he's just go, he's going for the weird records now yeah, the screw records. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, we, we go on week in, week out about how he's still got it. He's a sly fox and he's one of the best. But uh, yeah, two years, that's a long time, isn't it? Yeah. That's more than a lot of people get. Definitely. But interesting to say the least. It is. Uh, one, wee bit, one wee bit more news moving on from them um, is. The new Haas, aka the white Ferrari, as it's been described around the park. <laughs> I know. They always, what was it last time? It was the pink Mercedes, wasn't it? Pink, now, it's, yeah. now it's the white Ferrari. <laughs> there's been the pink Mercedes, there's been the green Red Bull, and now, now the white Ferrari. Like, But it was only a Kevin Magnussen car, though. They only had enough money to upgrade one of them. I know. I love that. And then it didn't look much faster anyway. But uh... No. It didn't like, especially in qualifying. Like the Schumacher is only like two places behind Magnussen in this massively upgraded car. But it's crazy, isn't it? It's. I don't think it's that bad though. Uh, this white Ferrari, but uh, it's not. It's not that fast to be complaining about it and dragging mm. them under the bus. Yeah, well, you know, I'm sure Christian Horner has a few choice words to say about it. Wow, I mean, you only have to look at the uh, Alpha Tauri. They they're supposed to be the uh, sister Red Bull, and clearly they're not getting the same information that Red Bull are because they are, I would argue, the worst team on the grid at the moment. Yeah, like recent, like what's it now? Six six races without scoring points. I, the team had so much promise at the start of the season mm-hmm. as well, 
I've got a really talented driver in Gasly as well. So strange. Oh. But unfortunately, it's just not working out at the minute. Uh, shall we move into qualifying, Dominic? Yeah, Ryan. Let's. Uh, I suppose let's jump straight in. Um, do you want? Do you want to do that? Go on. No, go ahead. Sorry. That was Dom's news. And we are still talking over each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not going to change. Heard it here first. So yeah, let's talk about qualifying. Do well, you want to go? 20 to 11th, and I'll do 10 to 1 after we discuss the some things. The highlights, yeah. Yeah, qualifying. I don't know what to say. It's, uh, I was speechless. Yeah. A- absolutely it, 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 speechless. It really blew me away. I just did, yeah, I knew that uh, Hungary was going to be a good track for Mercedes, but I didn't think it was going to be that I don't good. Think be, yeah, I think it was that good. Like, I was more shocked that Latifi qualified 20th. Well, actually, talking about Latifi, did you see where he came on Friday's practice? Yeah, he was well. He was well, well up. He was one. He was first yeah. Yeah. in the wet. Their car was the best in the wet. Oh, but yeah, and Mercedes were the worst in the wet. They were dreadful in the wet, like absolutely shocking. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Latifi in twentieth, shocking. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was. That's what I was most shocked about the whole qualifying. Well, there was a lot of shocking things that went down in qualifying. There was uh, Red Bull. Running issues. Yeah, there was more track limits. People getting a lot of drivers getting their time deleted. There was the the Perez one was probably the weirdest track limits thing I'd seen. He gets time deleted, and then Red Bull sent him out on like fresh tires. And halfway through the lap, he was already down. And then the steward, the steward was like, "Oh no, he's uh, his time's back on. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> But it was it was mad because it was clearly obvious he didn't go off track as well like you see the replay immediately and you're like well that's weird that doesn't look yeah. like it went off <laughs> yeah and but the steward's like nope nope deleted it, it just uh, honestly it's a bunch of clowns the fia are a bunch of clowns that was the first time this year it's, it's happened like where they've reinstated a lot yeah and rightly so i mean we said this last time when he had to wait to race day um to receive a penalty. I mean, at least they're getting it done quicker, fixing these things, but yeah, the FIA, what? That's another podcast. <laughs> maybe, maybe that should be one of our podcasts for um, the summer break is just the FIA and their terrible decisions this year. The FIA, the, the traveling idiots. Oh, oh, sorry. Just one more bit of news. I forgot about actually. Did you see that Michael Massey had to sign an NDA? No, I did not. As when he um, finally left there, so he is not allowed to talk about Abu Dhabi at all. Wow! Which make, which makes it even more obvious that it was corrupted, <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say in the matter. Yeah, I don't want to keep going down that road, but uh, does imply something. Yeah, as Lewis Hamlin said, "It's been a little man." Who said that? Because that did not sound like Lewis Hamilton. That sounded like Anne and Death. <laughs> That's the people that believe it, man. <laughs> That's quite possibly the worst, <laughs> worst impression I've ever heard. Oh, it's been manipulated, man. There you go. It's not getting better. <laughs> <laughs> Keep cracking at it. Yeah, we call this, my... this episode Ryan's impersonations run. Jesus. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yep, so qualifying then? So we'll get back on topic. And yeah, qualifying. Uh, I mean, the yeah. big news was uh, the Red Bulls not having a clean day. They The FIA messed around Perez. Then Verstappen had uh, engine issues. Then Mercedes had DRS issues. Uh, so it was an open field for Ferraris to really come in and take one-two. Yeah, yeah, like you would have thought they would be search for one-twos, but um, unfortunately that didn't happen. It did not happen. It blew me away as well because he wasn't fastest in any sector. But Mr. Saturday stormed through at the end to get the Yeah, it was such a good lap as well. I love it. I was confident science was going to get it. He looked quicker. He's obviously still got the most recent, the most freshest engine. I'm, my English is terrible. The most freshest. <laughs> most the most freshest engine. He's still got the freshest engine of the two, so he should, in theory, still have a little, couple of temps in hand on the clerk. But it's just from nowhere. I didn't even expect it from nowhere. I was thinking how it might get on the second row, but um, obviously because of the DRS, it didn't happen. But yeah, even Max wasn't having a clean, uh, clean run in it either. He messed up his first lap, and then he had issues with on his last lap where he had to get it done. He obviously had issues with the engine, so it just seemed like all the right people were having issues. And Ferrari had the chance to clean it out, and they were yeah, done. And done it just by didn't Mr. happen. Yeah, by Mr. Saturday. Obviously, like you said before, uh, Magnussen was running the uh, upgrades, but I don't, it, for me, he only qualified two places above. Schumacher, so it's not really that great, to be honest. No, not at all. Especially if a car you think of big upgrades that they would do a lot better. Like, but did you see the the chief? He did get a purple first sector. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I seen that. And then he went purple, green, and then orange, and then. <laughs> but w, you see, purple, green, and double yellow flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> purple, green, double yellow. I think he's getting a black and white for going too slow. But the, do you know what? I've not seen an evolution on their track in during qualifying like that. It was mental. Like it was all sorts of people were like quickest at one point. The evolution of obviously the track was uh, for those of you who didn't see it or those of you who didn't know the track was extremely wet uh, before the qualifying started. So the track was just drying up. The the cars were drying up as they went. But the evolution on times, people were going. Uh, around a second faster. Yeah, because yeah, like loads of random people like way up high. Like Guan Yu Zhu was like way, way up like in Q1. He was up there. Bodas was up there. He had Alonso was fast at one stage. Yeah, Norris up there. You had loads of people who were just pinging laps in. And then obviously once the track evolved a bit more, that's when they started to get more, more confident with the track and started smashing in the big laps. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting to see because it, it made it exciting because you just didn't know who, yeah. was, gonna, who was gonna be dropped at the uh, out of the first Q three, who was gonna get dropped out of Q two, and who was gonna make it through to Q one. But uh, yeah, really cool to watch because it just every didn't every week you get the queues next round. Q one, Q two, Q three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, I was going to see how long in the season we'd go before you, before you realise, but I thought I'd just save you the embarrassment and tell you. Yeah, that's right. You know what? I say at the beginning, the disclaimer, <laughs> and we have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we've only watched the sports since for about 20 odd years, probably between us, but we have no idea what's going on. Uh, it's pure, how you say. 
All right then, Ryan, I'll, I'll jump through. Shall I? Should I start with, yes. I'll start with 20th? So, well, obviously. Uh, Team Canada in at 20th. Our favourite Canadian in the Williams, Nicholas Latifi. <laughs> hey, uh, another strong performance on Latifi. I reckon uh, Latifi should get points if he doesn't crash. <laughs> what, a golf fan? Yeah, why not? Was it Ian going to finish ahead of anyone? <laughs> yeah. Because he crashes most of the time, so... Uh, I, yeah, I think he should get a point for finishing qualifying and a point if he finishes the race. <laughs> and I bet you it'd still come last. <laughs> yeah. we, sh- we should do the math. At the end of the season, we'll do the math. <laughs> if, you, if, you give Latifi, <laughs> if you give the Latifi one point for not crashing qualifying and one point for not crashing the race, he gets one point. Does he still finish last? That's the question. Oh, that, that, that's going to be good. It's going to be good. Excellent, excellent. Idea. Probably give him 10 points. <laughs> yep, <laughs> moving on. Uh, shocking Alpha Tau, uh, Tari with Pierre Gasly. Um, I don't know what to say about Alpha Tari or Pierre Gasly anymore, to be honest. Yeah. He had his uh, got his lap time deleted, didn't he? he? Had his lap time deleted, and he sounded absolutely fuming. Wow, I mean, and they told him. If the pace in the car is set by uh, Sonoda, then he wasn't going to really get out of Q1 anyway. Yeah. I, I liked how you're a Q1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I get them mixed up. Probably because I'm an idiot. Yeah. In at 18. Uh, now, this was good, actually, because... Uh, did you see that Vettel crashed the car in FP3 and then had to fix it? In, well, he didn't have to, fix yeah. it, but he was helping the team fix it. He yeah, was, he was like handing spanners to his engineers, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, I don't need that yet, but thanks." And then run over to the other side and hand another like spanner over, and they're like, "Thanks." He, he was like, tr- helping, but not really helping. <laughs> yeah, maybe someone said something to him. That's why he's like, "I'm retired." <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. Babel was like, oh, that's the sort of guy Vettel is. He just helps the team. I'm thinking, he's probably not really helping them, but I suppose the thought is there. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, they just got the car ready. He had no times in. He, he had to run out and make a quick lap, and, yeah, couldn't get it, couldn't get it out of Q1. No. One. And that was, the la- that was the first time since 2007 where Vettel has me out of Q1 in Hungary, just, just so you know. Uh, good good uh, info there. Ryan Stats. Then uh, the other Williams in at 17. We had uh, Alex Album. I mean, if he's still running the upgrade, uh, Williams are not really progressing, are they? I thought Williams no. would be a bit higher up, to be honest, because they looked promising in the last couple of races. Mm. But uh, Yeah, he apologised for uh, going out as well. So he, did. he apologised to the team for um, finishing 17. So obviously he must have made a mistake. Let's see in the next couple of races if they are improving or not. Then the other AlphaTauri, Sonoda. Yeah, I mean, the whole team, I just look lost. I don't know what's going on with them. We need to have a chat with uh, Christian Horner. Yeah. Or Helen yeah. Marco. Well, well I, Adrian, I, Adrian I, think, I think Helen Marco should just stay away from speaking to anyone. Heard it here first. But to be fair, Sonoda was only not 0.035 behind 15. So, you know, he was competitive, you'd say, but probably just not good enough. No. No, snooze to lose. In a 15, Mick Schumacher. Yeah, not a great day for Haas, to be honest. 
it's weird. Some races they seem like they're on fire, and some races they look nowhere. Yeah, strange so far down because it's. Uh, I I'd imagine it would have been a track they might have been alright at, but obviously not. Then in at fourteenth we have Lance Stroll. I mean, also, I mean, he qualified ahead of Vettel, but I just get the impression there's no pace in the Aston Martin. The Aston Martin just doesn't have any qualifying pace, as no. similar to a lot of other cars on the grid. Yeah, because uh, my note for Stroll is just at least he made out of Q1. First time, like, seven races he's made out there, like, so. Then Kevin Magnussen, who's running all the upgrades, uh, only made it 14th. Uh, sorry, 13th. Uh, only made it 13th. Yeah. Has just uh, seemed to be struggling, the white Ferrari. Then in at 12, we have Guan Yu Zhou, Joe Guan Yu, or as some say, Jan Guan Yu Close. <laughs> I've heard that the one. Oh, bring it back. Throwback. Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, I think that's good for Alpha Romeo, considering that uh, they've had some really bad races recently. So, I mean, yeah. it'd be nice to see them come back up. Then, big surprise. Sergio Perez, uh, as we already mentioned before, he uh, had a lap time deleted, then he had it reinstated. In my notes, I wrote uh, Red Bull FIA marriage. But uh, he also he also uh, tried to, he also tried to blame Kevin Magnussen for blocking him. Oh yes, that's true. And he was raging about it, like he was absolutely adamant that Magnussen blocked him. But if Magnussen did block him, the FIA did nothing about it, and rightly so because I don't think he did that much. No, and I mean that's I mean it's typical of anyone to blame someone else for their mistakes, but uh, that team in particular seemed to uh, have the, that school of thought. Yeah, people, uh, but people also seem to forget that this isn't a good track for Perez. He's never qualified well here. Yeah, exactly. Never. I mean, it's uh, <clears throat> this is not a good good day for him to be honest. Even when he was on the pace, he didn't look like he was going to really get in the top five. Because if you think. Uh, Ferraris and then Max and then Hamilton was probably always going to be in the top five. Uh, I think he was always going to be sixth at best, but yeah, just not went his didn't go his way, got held up, or did he? You decide. Yeah, I, and it's it's interesting that like um, his performances um, quite recently. You know, I think that they're obviously upgrading the other Red Bull a lot more. Maybe. Um, yeah, he's just being left with like the the scraps. Yep, and that's it from twenty to eleven, Ryan. And that was a good twenty to eleven run down there, Dominic. So let's move into the top ten. So in tenth place, probably a a big shock for his people because he he had a quick all day. Uh, Max Verstappen. Yep. He had a very very average first lap in Q three. I think it was one point four seconds off the pace in his first. His first attempt, and then he did lock up. He had a big lock up in that uh, mm. first, the first attempt Q three. He got a flat spot. He had a big lock up, and that's why because he, yeah. he was I think purple in the well. Was it the first sector he locked up in? I can't remember. But he had a big mm. lock up. Yeah, I was going to say that, but he obviously just interrupted me. And well, I didn't. Him. I didn't interrupt you. I put my hand up waiting for you to finish, but uh, I didn't. Realize... Well, I was going to say about his lock up. That's why he was one point four slow, but. Obviously, yeah, I've got to let you input here, so don't you worry. It's fine. I'm not angry at all. No, it's fine because when you when I listened back, you said it was just an average lap. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, he's not mentioned the flat spot. All right, then we'll all right agree or disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, obviously in a second lap, he had no power. 
and he was just he was just like cruising about. I thought like, is he actually just going to do like a second warm up lap and then get to the line? And then I realised, no, he's literally this is all he's got. <laughs> he has no power, and um, he he, he stayed quite calm during, <laughs> during it. He wasn't um swearing, going ballistic like he normally does. He was very calm. Classic. Class, yeah. Classic, classic calm Max on the radio. Oh, yep, definitely. Uh, ninth place, Danny Rick. Probably probably where I expect him to be. Maybe if the Red Bulls didn't perform so badly, he would have been in Q, he would have went out in Q2. But yeah, he's still, he's still way off the pace of uh, what Lana Norris was doing in that McLaren. I don't know if Loris has the upgrades and Danny Rick doesn't. But he done well getting in the ninth place, I'd say. It's best qualifying for a while, I think that one is. Eighth place, great result. Valtteri <clears throat> Bottas, he's probably, that's probably where, better than what he would, probably would have thought he would have done, considering um, the pace that's in that Alfa Romeo and how the results have been going recently. They, and then a disappointing seventh place, I think, for Lewis Hamilton. I thought he's going to go out and absolutely smash this lap. But unfortunately, he had a DRS issue. So his, so his wing went open and that really hampered him because I think he would have either been first or second. I mean, considering Russell got first and the paces in the car. Yeah, and Hamden was on was looking hot all day. I think he would have been one at least first or second. And then sixth, just another solid qualifying from Fernando Alonso. Like that guy is just pumping in great qualifying, but interestingly, it's the first time that uh, Alfu, oh Alpine, sorry, are <laughs> in, are in are in the top six in qualifying. Ah, uh, yeah, that's really yeah. good. So that's um, surprising. It's in how good they've been all year, but and how consistent they've been. But yeah, sixth and fifth for uh, Alpine. Obviously, Ocon's in fifth. Another brilliant result from um, Ocon. He's really pushing that car to, you'd say, probably the best it is, or the best place it would be. Obviously, never helped with the Red Bulls not um, doing well. Fourth place, Landon Norris. What a lap by Landon Norris, by the way. He was flying all day, like all day. He actually thought he could have been a contender for pole. But obviously, that McLaren just didn't have that last bit of pace yeah. toward the end. But that's that's a brilliant qualifying from Landon Norris. Like, brilliant. His best qualifying of the year. So I think it ties Australia when he qualified fourth as well. Yeah. That was a great lap. He said afterwards that um, obviously Russell took probably the most of the shine off his lap. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? Uh, all right, we'll talk about Russell later. Um, third, Charles Leclerc just wasn't quick enough at all. He really struggled with his tires as well. He said that himself. He just couldn't get his tires into the right into the right zone to get them fired up to push the laps, which is. Shocking considering he's in a Ferrari and their one lap pace is phenomenal. Second place, Carlos Sainz. Now I thought he looked untouchable. I, also I, honest, I honestly thought, okay, he's, he'll get first, Russell, maybe Lewis, and Leclerc will have to do settle for like second and third and fourth. But he honestly, I was like, okay, there we go. That's Paul Sainz. Brilliant drive again. He's really starting to show Ferrari that he's got this. But unfortunately, <laughs> someone popped up with a absolutely phenomenal lap. Like, watching the replay of George Russell's pull up 
was brilliant. He just nailed every single corner. So, I mean, I was blown away when I saw it. I, I like you, I sat there thinking, "Science has got this in this. This is done deal. Turned it off. I've seen it now. Science has smashed this." And then, like, there was no purples coming up on screen. So I was, ah, oh, green, green, green. Russell's probably going to come in and get fourth or just above Norris, probably, uh, where they've sort of been all year, <clears throat> especially in the recent races. So I was, oh, it's done. And then it went top. And I was like, get in! <laughs> Couldn't believe it. I, did, I, I didn't know what to do. I just stood there. I sat there like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's, he's on pole? Like, his first pole, and what a huge lap it was. But did you see the reaction from Total Wolf afterwards? I loved he, it, yeah. He was like, I have no idea what happened. But I don't know. I mean, he's like, yeah, I didn't expect that. And he's like, we're going to have to write down everything we did step by step the whole day to make sure that was easy. <laughs> he goes, we need, to, we need to make sure that we always eat the same, what we did this morning, um, who did what, who was sitting where. And all. He had, he's like, we need to write all out. He's like, I don't know how that lap came. He's like, I didn't think we were. He goes, I thought maybe. We'd be quick enough for like front row, but I I don't think he, he in a million years thought they were going to get a pole today. Yeah, and fantastic for George getting the first one as well. Like you said, great, Mister Saturday. He's a quick one lap pace. Yeah, definitely. And you know, this could be the turning point for Mercedes season. You know, I I honestly thought, and I know we'll talk about the race afterwards, but I honestly thought this was Lewis Hamilton's race. I was like, cert on that he's going to win. Even and with then that Russell, and then, all right. No, yeah, I yeah. Even if I qualify, and I'll talk about the reason, like my reason why afterwards, and um, when we talk about the race. But then I was like, Russell's got pulled, and I was like, oh god, right. At least one Mercedes is up there. Like, <laughs> at least we might have a Mercedes win. Yeah. So I was like, it could could there be any more lucky? You know, Ferraris didn't get didn't look great. Red Bulls have had a shock in qualifying. You know, the only thing I thought would hamper Hamilton would be behind the two Alpines. But I was like, this this is on for a Mercedes win. But unfortunately, when we'll talk about it, it didn't happen. No. And um, a driver that we both love won the race. <coughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, that thought, I thought that was probably one of the best qualifiers of the year. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Was just, it. There was so, so much going on. It just, uh, there were so many spanners thrown in the works. So many different things were happening. Like you said, big teams were not getting what they wanted, so it really opened it up. It was like having a a, a good wet quality, but it wasn't wet. Yeah, um, yeah, fantastic. And yeah, fair play to George. It must. It was a phenomenal lap that he put put in, and I was confident it was going to be a Ferrari on pole today. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it really made the race interesting as well because we know it's a hard track to overtake on, or at least it was. Yeah. Yeah, but two drivers proved us wrong, I think, during the race. Um, I want to know, when we discuss the race, who you think those two drivers are. Wow, okay, we'll do that. Yeah. I just wanted to mention one more thing about George Russell from the qualifying. Is, okay, go ahead. Uh, did you see Max Verstappen uh, congratulating him on the pole? Uh, no, I didn't. Max Verstappen went up to George Russell and... Con- con- uh, con- Sorry, he, he did what? I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Max Verstappen went up to George Russell and congratulated him. Yeah. And George Russell apologized. I'm not joking. What? And what? It, 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 people online were making hilarious fun of it. And then even George jumped on it. He says, That's the kind of guy I am. Yeah. He went, uh, Yeah, sorry about that, mate. <laughs> so Max went up to him and said, 
oh well done mate phenomenal lap great lap congratulations and uh, George Russell being Mr Nice went yeah sorry about that so <laughs> so, so George Russell's the kind of guy who gets pulled and then apologised for it yeah wow uh, apologise for getting pole. His first one of his career. If it was me, and um, after starting came up to me and went, here I am, well done, that pole, great lap, I would just nodded and then turned back around the interview. No, George Russell would apologise. <laughs> I wouldn't even shake his hand. I'd be like, I'm busy here, mate. That's just British. I'm just, ta- I'm, just, I'm just talking about my pole. Do that, you know? is, Go away. that is as British as it gets, apologising yeah. for coming first. So, yeah. Sorry, so, sorry mate. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that. That's embarrassing. George Russell, you should be ashamed of yourself for doing that. I have one more for, for qualifying. I just come across another note. Good God. Did you see the interviews with Mercedes, uh, the, the feed with Toto Wolf and the engineers after they got pole? No. Oh, it's brilliant. I think I might have even recorded it. I have to send it to you. But they're looking very, very smug and uh, very coy. And they said... Because they were clearly discussing how they got pole, and the camera oh. camera panned over like closely to them. They they just sort of came out and said, "Must have been because the t- tire was dry." They just sort of made some <laughs> rubbish excuse <laughs> because they clearly they have upgraded something on the car. They're not telling anyone, but it was like really obvious that they've done something to the car, but they're not informing anyone what they've done. So they just they started coming up with some like mad excuses how they got pole. Didn't change anything. Probably because the dryers were tight. Wow. <laughs> we're like, wow. yeah, all right, of course. I'm sure it's nothing to do with something you've done to the car. That just reminded me of another uh, theory that I read online is why Perez is doing so much bad, so much worse than Verstappen. Listening. Do, do, do you know why? No. Partly, Perez has been fitted with the new legal floor. Oh, that's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, they, they, they reckon they might have to lose their floor because of the porpoising rules coming in. Yeah, so apparently um, Perez is performing badly and it doesn't have the performance because they've already fitted the new legal floor to his car, whereas they have kept Verstappen on the old one. Oh, that will be really interesting to see how that pans out, if it's true. Hopefully Verstappen gets disqualified from the championship run on the legal floor. Yeah, unlikely. One can dream, Dominic. One can dream. <laughs> that being said, that's qualifying. Right, should we talk about the race? Uh, yes, let's go straight into the race. Uh, bit of pre-race stuff there. Pierre Gasly starts in the started in the pit lane um, as he had to change some components in his car, but because obviously he had went over his allocated amount, he got a penalty. That's why he started in the pit lane. Whereas the two Red Bulls who changed components, they are within their allocation. So that's why they were not starting in a pit lane, just to avoid some confusion for people who obviously were like, well, they've replaced some parts. Why have they got a penalty? That is why. Well, to say about qualifying, I did not expect that in that race. No, 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 did I. And look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say it. Credit where credit's due to win from 10th on a track that's hard to overtake. I think Max was snapping out a phenomenal race, considering yeah, I, he yeah. spanned the car around 360. I think Max Verstappen and Red Bull pulled a blinding race out of their pocket. Yeah, I yeah yeah I think their strategy was on point, but it was helped massively by whatever the hell Ferrari decided to do to their strategy. 
Look, we go in hard on Red Bull a lot, but I have to give it to them. They had a they had yeah. a cracking race, really good. Yeah, and yeah. Think... First, first and fifth from starting from tenth and eleventh, brilliant. I'll, I'll put down my Red Bull beaten stick and pick up my Ferrari beaten stick. Beaten. Yeah, because <laughs> I think we need to talk about Ferrari. Right. Yeah, like like honestly, just when you think they can't ruin any more races this year. Like, like to be fair, this must be the first race this season where their drivers done nothing wrong. Both of them, both of them did nothing wrong. It's just like they must have had like their pre-race meeting and go, okay, our strategy is going to be we're going to go on the mediums and then mediums again and then go on the softs towards the end. And someone's just picked it up and just ripped that to shreds and went, you know what? Have you seen how slow the Alpines are driving on hards? Let's let's go for that. That's that's Fire Leclerc, the main. Championship rival to Master Stappen. Let's throw him onto hards and watch them just tumble down the order. Uh, what, I, what I can't believe is <laughs> they can see the hards are bad. But what I, do you know, this is a team that we commented on earlier in the year that come up and have like plan Z. <laughs> yeah. So what plan was hards? Yeah. And did they did they just look at the, the list of plans going, okay, medium, medium, soft, medium, soft, medium. Um, medium, medium, medium. Oh, there's, oh, there's medium, 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 hard. Yep, yep, yep. We'll, we'll do that. That looks good. The Alpine performance here, two seconds slower than everyone else. Yep, let's go for that. But they ran the, um, they ran the hards in practice, so they have the data. Like they have the simulation data. It's basically a calculator. Medium, medium, soft, soft, medium, soft, soft, medium, medium. They can see. Okay, that uh, hard should be uh, slower. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with the slower one. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Let's put uh, the main championship contender on the worst tire and see what he can do. And even hit, even Leclerc after the race was like, "I have no idea what went on. I, I don't honestly don't know." He's, I, I, he went, I, "I do not understand why I was pitting hard." I, I, well, I have to give it to Signs there because Signs is the only one that's questioned the Ferrari uh, call mid race and then made the right call himself. He needs to he needs to speak loudly, or he needs to. He... Leclerc has got this habit of going. Oh, I need to box. All right, I'll come in. Why the hell did I box? Yeah, <laughs> it's like but it sounds like you need to box. Not now. No, I need to. Uh, I I reckon I can do it, or I I need to stay out one more lap, or I no, that's not a good tire for me yet. All yeah, right, but even 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 Sainz had a poor strategy as well. They just I don't. I, I, I just don't understand what they did with both the drivers. Like, both of them looked so confused after the race when they were being asked about the strategy. They are like, uh, 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 I have no idea. Like, I, I don't know. I, I saw, I did see a little bit, one interview of Ted. That's the only one I saw. And he was interviewing Bonotto. And Bonotto is just making out that uh, that wasn't the reason they lost the race, was the strategy. I was thinking, well, yeah. please, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I I think if this keeps happening, but I was gone at the end of the year. Heard it here first. Because they're just throwing away this championship. The one year where they look like they might actually do it. After they were they were great race one, two, and three. Shoot. And then after and then, and after that, boom. Gone. Bernardo has to go. Like it, it's not acceptable. They have like the, they have the speed. At the end of the day, the buck sets of him, ends with him. He's the team principal. I'm sure I was shocked. Like, to be honest, I didn't want to see them in it anyway because I want there's other drivers I wanted to see win. But um, I just 
I felt for them. Like it's just ridiculous. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be having this these issues. Race week, <laughs> racing week out, just yeah. constant. Is like they... strategy, the car or the driver, one of them will fluff it. There is like, no they... race. <laughs> this is everyone. They couldn't. They couldn't have asked for a better scenario. They were what? They were two and three with Red Bull, their closest competitor. 10th and 11th and they said before the race they came out and said we're not worried about George Russell we've got him covered <laughs> what <laughs> covered with what like was the guy who said that was the strategy who said that the one who actually made the, the previous strategy and then was he replaced halfway through the race with some imbecile who was like oh you know what see that strategy he did there that might win us the race that's at the window. We're going to settle for um, fourth place and sixth place here because that's, that's all I want. I, I got the impression they didn't plan the race out properly. Like they started, it's okay, they started on a reasonable tyre, same as most people. And it, except for the people that started on hards, that was clearly not the tyre to do the race on. And then they they just weren't reacting. Obviously, Rebel once again do the first set of round of pits. They push everyone into doing decisions they don't want to do. I just get the impression Ferrari cannot make a decisive in-the-moment decision. No. And they should have planned that out. Like, they should have run the simulation and said, okay, if, and as usual, probably Red Bull will force us into stopping earlier than we would like, then so be it. Have a plan. Ready for that. Don't be don't be looking, uh, we'll try the one with the hard then. <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. And the thing is, they, their number one driver is is as well so indecisive. Yeah. He needs he needs to take the lead and go, no, I want this tire on on this lap. Like you don't see Max Verstappen being told to box box and then going, oh maybe okay, I'll box even though I don't feel like it. He goes, no, no, I'll, I'm gonna box this lap. This is what I want. Same with Mercedes and Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. He 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 will call out the team and go, are we sure this is the right decision? Oh even Science did that last race. Yeah. But it's embarrassing when your number two driver does it and your number one driver just blindly follows what he honestly would probably think is a bad call. And it, it's wrecked his race again. Something needs to happen at Ferrari. They're throwing this. Are they through the, actually, I believe they threw the championship away already. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And the same as you. I think this is um, Red Bulls and Verstappen's championship already. And uh, in the post race, Verstappen was asked, um, <laughs> Verstappen was asked, uh, what's your thoughts on Mercedes being more competitive now? Is that a concern for you guys? And do you know what Max Verstappen said? He said, no, no. I, I love the Mercedes being more competitive now because they're taking points away from Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> there is another thing I've seen where someone said on Twitter, only Ferrari strategy can make Hamilton and Verstappen have a joke together. They're in the cool-down room and Hamilton's standing there and goes, is that the Claire and the Hards? And Max is like, yeah. And they're both like, ha! <laughs> Just start like laughing their heads off. Rightly so. I saw some funny memes online of basically people wetting, them, wetting themselves. And underneath it just said, Hamilton and Max in the cool down room. <laughs> like, it is true. Only, only could Ferrari strategy bring two rivals together laughing at them like it's, it's a joke. It, it was. Be, it? They like they have the. I still think they have one of the fastest cars. They do, but 
They have the fastest car, two good drivers, and possibly the worst strategy team I've ever seen. Well, there isn't a strategy team, is there? It's just... Um... Do you reckon they just, did, they just have like a roulette wheel and just spin it and go, oh, we're now on the hards. Okay, boom, there we go. I reckon they what they do is they get um, they get a thousand rabbits, and each rabbit has a strategy called sellotape to its back, and then they put a thousand food bowls out in a large field, and it's the first rabbit to finish the first bowl of food is the rabbit that they choose. <laughs> See, I was thinking it would be more like the crystal maze. Where they're standing there and there's just someone the big <laughs> in the arena, the big air thing flows up, there's just loads of like strategies flat about, and then whatever one to pick is what they have to do. It's like, oh, 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 I've got it, I've got oh, we're on the hards now. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will. We'll we'll finish the race. Yeah. That's the main thing. <laughs> it's like it's like they're like not even like thinking that they're actually in a championship. It's like what they're doing. But they have been in for the past couple of years where they go, oh, fourth and sixth, that's pretty good, actually. You know, we didn't expect to be there. It's like you're challenging for a championship and you're finishing fourth and sixth like we did. Ryan, they're not challenging for a championship. <laughs> well, they were after like three races. And then they just decided to go, we don't like being here. We're just going to... Um, Too much pressure. <laughs> like, who would have thought after, what's this, race 12, that Mercedes would only be 34 points behind Ferrari? I, in the constructors with the car they had. Mercedes will finish second. Heard it here first. Yeah. And they'll be lucky if Alpine don't get too close. Well, Alpine like 120 something odd points behind Mercedes, but wow. that, could, that could disappear like that with uh, Ferrari's strategy. <laughs> I just don't, I, I just can't get my head around it. It's just ridiculous. I don't, I don't, the I don't, hearts I don't. were like concrete. They were, like they were no one, no one done well on them. Norris was on them. He was slow. Both Alpines were on them. They were slow. Wow. Magnus went on them very early because he had damaged his wing. He was slow. Like, is it just a thing where there's anyone in the pit wall for Ferrari who's not even watching the race? They're just looking at their notes going, mm-hmm, okay. Okay, okay. We think maybe hards might last to the end. Don't know what the pace is like, but we'll go on it anyway. I have to say, look... Um... It was clear the hearts were bad. And it's the first time I've seen Alpine make a mistake, strategy-wise, or cause. I thought Alpine were very Ferrari in this race. Because their two drivers <laughs> the, were just wrecking each other. The, 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 the blue Ferrari. The, the blue Ferrari. Like, they were... Like... <laughs> they went on the wrong tires. The French Ferrari. The French... Yeah. They went on the wrong tires. And their drivers just wrecking each other's races. Like, Ocon was just holding up Alonso so much. And then Danny Rick made that double, nice double move uh, while they were both fighting. Like, that was the Danny Rick we need to see every single week. 100%. Loved it. Loved it as well. I couldn't believe he got both. Well, I did because they were too busy fighting each other. Off and that's just stupid. Yeah. Just, just unbelievable. Yeah, they're running into each other all over the place, complaining to each, uh, about on the radio about each other. And then, I mean... Go and then that sort of opens up my sort of more conspiracy. Like, really, is there much more going on there than we know? And obviously, now we see Alonso's leaving. So you're like, whoa, they need to be more concisive. I mean, yeah, out, we've said week in, week out, Alpine, one of those dark horses of the grid, they're gonna storm it, but not with performances like that. They're 
They threw, no, they threw away real good points today. Oh, not on the race, race day. Yeah. Who do you think is going to replace um, Alonso at Alpine? Well, I don't think it's uh, Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think it could be Oscar Piastri. Oh, Piastri. All oh, right. Yeah. Similar. Or, um, or Pocher. 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 I think it could be Pocher. My money's on Pocher. He's also French. So it goes, mm. it goes a little long way, doesn't it? Yeah. Pocher. My money's on Pocher. I'll go for Oscar Piastri. Heard it here first. One of them. <laughs> I'm waiting to see. It'll be so mental like Nicholas Atifi. I'll be Nico Hulkenberg. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Atifi. Oh, no, sorry. He's replacing Donny Rick and McLaren. Exactly. And McLaren's going to Williams. So, yeah. No, Atifi's moving to the strategy of Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Chief strategist. <laughs> and the strategy is the same every single race. Just don't hit the wall. Don't hit the wall now. Uh, well, I want to talk about the start a little bit as well. Um, another great start from Hamilton. Yeah, that was that was my main worry for like coming to the race was good God, Holland's behind both Alpines. Like how I was like, he needs to clear them. As quick as possible, and I didn't think it would be it would be in turn one. No, I was like, he's like, boom, he's done already. I was like, yes, that's his race on. That is his race on, and I think Norris done well to hold him up for a bit as well. Yeah, like so, Norris done well to start. As soon as he got past the boat, I was also worried about the Alpines because he obviously struggled with a faster car last year behind. Yeah, them. that was my reason behind it. I was like, okay, yeah. if he clears them, then he have a good race. But got them both at the start of all oh, that's it. Race has opened up now, big time. Uh, Russell, I have to say as well, is the master of restarts. Oh, yeah, like that's in my notes. Like, I was like, first safe car, lap one, okay, here we go. And then Russell was just boom, got he was 2.6, 2.6 seconds ahead after the safety car. You're like, you're like, you're like, how is this guy doing this? Like, is he does he know something no one else knows? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, how is he like? In the zone, he's like the one, isn't he? He's reading, he's reading, the, he's reading the matrix. He understands. He's the oracle. And the minute it goes green, he's already up to full speed. And you're like, what? what? How does I don't he know? I don't understand how he does it because it's a random time for when it the ends to when it goes green. And for two races in a row, he has absolutely nailed it. Yeah, absolutely smashed. Because they even said in comments, you're like. Look at how far Russell is already. He's like he's mad. He's just got. He's gone. He's just like all right. Boom. I'm away. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, uh, Max still running into a few issues. Obviously, he had a spin. He had clutch issues as well. Um, I mean, the spin took him back right back into the pack. But well, he, he lost. He lost one place to Leclerc, and then done him. But I thought oh, he might have ruined his tyres, but no. But I, I was hope, I was hoping for him to spin and then just get smashed up by every other car. But unfortunately, um, but that happened. And for a podium, great race. Oh, I mean, to do a 360, come in from 10th and still win the race. Uh, it was it was a bit of an exaggeration. I'd seen though people were saying it was better than Hamilton's performance in Brazil. And I was like, no. No, no I wouldn't say that. 
But it's it. You know what? Do you know what? Zero is interesting. It's the first time he has won a race from out the top five. From yeah. start, starting grid on the top five. Yeah. So this is his first time he's ever done anything like that. So. Um, yeah. Championship win and drive. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. It was a fantastic drive from him. Even though he spun it. Even though he had issues. He still comfortably comfortably won because when he overtook Hamilton it was it looked like it was a breeze as well so yeah no I have to give it to him like they were phenomenal today so just picking his way way through the crowd Prez as well uh yeah Ferrari tried to overcut but they just messed their stops up as well yeah um yeah it's just again it's just a shambles to be fair like um oh we're not sure the hards will be slow enough Slow down that front left on the... Uh... Whoa, 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 whoa. You're changing them tires way too fast, mate. <laughs> whoa, you're going to give yourself an injury. Slow down. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We might win the race here. Calm down. <laughs> we might win the race. Calm down. We're, we're, we're not looking for a podium here. We're oh. actually... But um, I think a good shout-out. We've already mentioned Max Verstappen. How about we talk about the master of Hungary, the fastest man on the track by a long stretch, Lewis Hamilton. Can we just say that second half of the race, he was on a different level to anyone else. Yeah. He he just he just knows how to manage his tires more than anyone else. He gets and this is a really good thing about the Mercedes this year, is it just takes a long time to heat them up. They go much longer on the stints, and then they're much more aggressive at the end of the end of the race. Yeah, and like people like underestimate Hamilton's tire management. It's it's the best on the grid between him and Perez. Yeah, them two are brilliant. But Hamilton's on a different level when it comes to to certain races, and he loves Hungary. And finishing second again was amazing. But his pace was it was he was just taking chunks and chunks out of science every yeah. single. It was like one and a half seconds every single lap consistently. Well, Science's tires weren't much older than Hamilton, so it was on pure pace that he took Science. Yeah, yeah. And the Claire was on sauce, and the Claire was doing nothing on sauce, whereas Hamilton went on sauce and just annihilated everything that was in front of him. Yeah, I mean, we got the fastest lap than the other race. Yeah. And um, fair play to him for, like, fair play to Mercedes, just probably telling Russell to move out of the way. Or I think Russell Russell probably knew himself. He's like, I'm there's a guy in a rocket ship here, like I am not getting his way. <laughs> I don't even know if they did tell him to get out of the way. Because there was no like, rest, looked, there was there was no radio at all. I just I don't know, it looked like they were racing, like because he could have yeah. let him buy it earlier, a lap earlier. And uh they were they were criticizing it on the radio saying, Oh, they've probably cost Hamilton the win there, not letting him buy. Because obviously I, he was on a charge, and but uh, I, yeah, I I think if Hamilton qualified higher, probably where you probably expected to, he would have won that race. And if the race went on for maybe two more laps, I think he would have won. Well, if it if rained, that, he would have won as yeah. well. Yeah, and that virtual safety car didn't happen towards the end. I think he would have won. And for the people who are listening that don't understand why we why we say he would have won, it's because he was on the soft tire. It's the tires easier to retain the heat, and so when it starts to rain. Uh, it's easier to stay on it longer. Whereas some of the guys are on mediums and they'll get too cold too quickly and then the, all the grip will disappear. So 
Max Verstappen was on the medium at the end of the race, but uh, Hamilton was on the soft. So if you if it did get more wet, then he would have caught him quite quickly, as quicker well, than he already was. So. Oh yeah, I yeah. What Hamilton said after the race as well, he goes, I'm he, he goes, I'm unhappy it didn't rain because he goes, if it rained, I probably would have caught Verstappen. Yeah, yeah but Verstappen had a phenomenal race. That's what happens. We've got more of the season, well, more of the season to come. I think it. I think it's going to happen this season, but we will have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, I want to mention another time about the Formula One TV direction. I was absolutely fuming again. I was about to watch Ricardo and Magnussen go have a battle, and then they just cho- changed the feed. Oh yeah, they went up to um, Perez following the Ferrari. Don't get it. And, and then I you're don't like, get it. I, 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 I don't get. All this coverage, it's just been a shambles this year. And Hungary wasn't even Hungary wasn't better. France was bad. Hungary was worse. Was just as bad. And what we'll do is uh, there is a video uh, which you mentioned to me, Ryan, of, of the uh, how the TV feed works on uh, the Formula One, and it is mental. I've seen it now. It is absolutely mental. And Ryan's going to put it up on our Instagram page, uh, so you guys can also have a look. But it is mental absolutely mental and that uh video of watching how they do it was from back when uh, sebastian vettel crashed in the wall in his ferrari in the wet in germany and they were getting a good handle on the feed so i just i can see how it's difficult it looks mental how they have to manage it but uh they really need to get some people back in with experience because it, it looks like it's a handful and they cannot get it right this year. Which is a shame. Because that's just wrecking coverage. Yes. So I like I'm sick of the sky coverage this year. It's getting worse and worse as every year goes on, I think. Yeah, I just don't know what to say. They need to change it. I, I don't think they'll be able to change it this season, but uh, I think there needs to be a big turnaround next year because it's just yeah. ruining it, ruining it. Yeah, well, I think they've answered the fan like they've listened to the fans because there's less and less Horner as we go along. This is true. So maybe we keep banging on about it. It might actually change something. Yeah, potentially, which would be good. So, I mean, um, there were some really good battles during this race. I, should, I really liked seeing some people. I mean, for a track that's difficult to overtake, there was uh, Vettel was picking off the Alpines. Ricardo and the Alpine had great racing before we got interrupted with the terrible feed. Uh, Max and Norris was also great to watch. It was, uh, yeah, it was loads of overtaking. It was really good. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Hamilton got some good overtakes, especially as well. And Carlos Sainz was nice. And Toto loved that overtake. <laughs> yeah. really, really enjoyed that one. Toto liked it on social media as well. Yeah. <laughs> Toto likes. Um, Carlos Sainz, no, not Carlos Sainz. Um, Charles Leclerc did a good one on Russell, big lunge in the turn one. Yeah, I, did, I couldn't, then, couldn't believe he made that stick. I thought that was going to be an accident. He could that came from nowhere. Yeah, that was a big, big lunge, and he held it and he got in the lead with that one. <laughs> Only overtake of the day. <laughs> yeah, well, that was before he, he went on to the um super strategy of hards. There's so many funny things online of people just going on about Ferrari strategy. Uh, as, uh, one guy said, um, with the new Formula One era where we're not allowed to be discriminative anymore, I would just like to say that the Ferrari strategists were brilliant. 
<laughs> As that's all I'm allowed to say. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. But they're not brilliant. They're terrible. No discrimination here, but Jesus Christ, they were awful. No, we will never beat around the bush. We will tell how it is. <laughs> There's so many funny things. I've seen another one where it's like uh, Mercedes strategy tyre. Soft, medium, medium. Red Bull strategy tyres. Medium, medium, soft. Oh, and then it's like um, Ferrari strategy tyre. Soft, medium, square tyre. <laughs> <laughs> There's loads. There's so much of it. I wonder if their strategy in, in um, Spa is going to be Leclerc like pit and then just run the rest of the race. I, I maybe maybe they just run without tire next race. Yeah, just so, the, just the hubs. Yeah, <laughs> just sparks everywhere. Get get rid of some wit. I just don't get Ferrari, but we we spoke enough about them. Should we get into yeah. the top twenty, mate? Yes, I think it's about time we got in the top twenty. Do you not think? I do. Yeah. So do you want to do twenty to eleven again? I'll do ten to one. Yep. Yeah. Let's crack on. So the only DNF of the day in at 20th, Valtteri Bottas. Uh, it's a bit of a shame considering he uh, qualified eighth. Um, but I, do you know the reason he got the DNF? No. Par, I think it was. No, yeah. no par. No par in his car. Because I think after he DNF'd, uh, Leclerc and Sainz just checked the radio going, check, check the engines, check the engines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> As if their day could get any worse. Yeah, yeah. Them two are like tech engines, but like goes on news, it's like just silence, just like nothing. He you just like what? I don't care. That says everything about the Ferrari philosophy. Let's check in the race instead of check yeah. before the race. Yeah, I like it was just pure panic. It's like tech engines, tech engines, tech engines. <laughs> then in at number nineteen, um, we have Yuki Sonoda. Who obviously had a poor race, touching, bit of touching, bit touching. Uh, he spun as well on the, yeah. when he was on the softs. Um, that sent him right back. Yeah, I mean, Alpha Tauri just don't have a great quality car or race car. No, so I mean, actually, that that bumps up our favourite Team Canada driver. Oh yes, yes, Gotifi, Gotifi, who on pure pace is actually not last, but close enough. Yeah, I just wrote uh, 18th and TV, the usual. <laughs> good, good day at the office. He, uh, he brought the car home. Exactly. Bad day at the office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's never, he's never going to get that, that, that sneaky move to McLaren next year if he keeps doing uh, this. I know. In at 17, where he qualified, where he finished, Alex Alvin. Uh Yeah, I don't know what happened to these upgrades, but... Uh, Williams looked like they were on the charge and then it came to nothing. Well, he got damage. So he did. He had stroll. All this touching. And, and in lap one, he had stroll right at the end. So he got damage from that. Too much touching. Yeah. Touching me, touching you. Then in at 16, uh, Kevin Magnussen uh, ran the hards. That's his, that's, that was his undoing. <laughs> Yeah, nothing to do with his wing damage either, just the hard ruined his race. Yeah, all about the hards. He was shown the black and orange flag, I think, probably for like the fifth time this season. <laughs> yeah, he loves, it's true, he loves running the race with bits flapping in the wind. <laughs> yeah, because he was shown 
I'm pretty Spain was one when he yeah. hit when he hit Lewis. He was showing black and orange. I'm pretty sure he's been shown it multiple times more. Yeah. Um, I think we'll check that out for our next podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll just, a, it's a good how point. many black and orange flags he's got. Uh Daniel Ricardo, who looked like he was in the one part of the race, looked like he had quite a lot of pace and made a couple of decent overtakes, but uh yeah, finished fifteenth. Yeah, he had a five second time penalty, didn't he? Because he cladded with he touched straw, so touching me, touching you. Then uh in at number 14, Michael Schumacher or Mick Schumacher. Hey. Yeah, Mick Schumacher, yeah. Well, that's his name, isn't it? So, well, I think on the birth certificate, it's Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Mitch. Who knows? Yeah, it could be. It could be. Could be Michelle. Michelle. Or Miguel. Mi- Miguel. 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 Miguel Schumacher. <laughs> Miguel. Uh, yeah, it's actually, well, it, it's hard to say he had a good race, but. Um, well, he finished it. Well, he finished ahead of the white Ferrari. So, <laughs> he finished ahead of one white Ferrari, but that one keeps getting black and orange flags. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not great, but it was better than the rest of the team. So, yeah. Uh, in at number thirteen, Guan Yu Zhou. So he dropped the place from where he qualified, but um, yeah, the, the Romeos are not looking quick still. They've lost lots of pace in the last races. Uh, but at least he didn't touch too many people, and at least he didn't crash. Yeah. That's the exactly. bar at the moment for the bottom half of the table. Yeah, that's getting the extra points if you don't touch or go on the hards. Yeah. In a 12, Pierre Gasly! Pierre Gasly! Gasly! Uh, yeah, actually, to be honest, I think that's probably the best they could have expected. Uh, considering where their cars are at the moment. So I think that was, he had a poor, obviously poor day in quali, quali but he made a lot of places up. So, I mean, 12th is pretty good for yeah. Pierre Gasly. Yeah. That's the Gerald was like, this is the best he could have done. Yeah. Uh, in at number 11, and the guy that has the most overtakes of the season, Lance Stroll. Have you seen the that Canada. stat? Yes. Uh, yeah. Him and um, Vettel on the yeah, top two. Because their car is awful on quality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason. Uh, but I, I actually, I think it's a good result for, for them. Obviously, they score one point this time. But they kept. They always come in twos. I mean, look at France. They were overtaking each other on the last corner of the last lap. Uh, yeah, well, for the last this, point. And it's exactly this, the same result. So. This race, they were together the whole race because they double stacked them in the pits as well. I mean, that's like, that's like, mental. Just, like, there, there's no need. Why you do that when you're tenth or eleventh? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I know. And uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, not only did they, just, they double stack them, but they one had to wait. It wasn't like it was. Yeah. There was a big yeah. enough gap. It was. Yeah, it wasn't smooth like Mercedes when they double stacked Holland and Bottas a couple of years ago. No, no, no. It was more like when you're queuing for uh, drive through at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. What's that guy ordering? <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but great result. It's the same as last week. Uh, the sturdy rate. The car's becoming a bit more of a sturdy race car, and that is twenty to eleven. Very smooth. Very slick. Unlike your mustache. Very slick. We're about. Oh no, why did I make it? Dear God, never do that again. That was horrifying. Moving on to the top 10. 
All right, don't shout. So, as we have just spoke about, 10th was Vettel. Um, excellent scoring of points, considering he started 18th for the grid. So, yeah, done very well. Obviously, they double stacked, and basically him and Stroll just drove around the whole track together the entire race. <laughs> as you do, good teamwork. Uh, ninth place, Esteban Ocon. Um, he had a bit of a bit of a strange race. Uh, started off trying to push Alonso into the wall uh, after the start. And then after his pit stop came out right in front of Alonso and slowed Alonso up, which allowed Danny Ricardo to get the double overtake on him. But still, Alonso finished ahead of him. <laughs> so. I, don't understand, I don't understand the strategy call from Alpine. It was almost a Ferrari-esque. I'd say the blue Ferrari. Yeah, and they were obviously the um, the ones who went onto the hards and obviously showed the incredible pace they had to trick Ferrari into going to the hards. So, <laughs> yeah. So you got the oh, yes. white Ferrari, the blue Ferrari, and the red Ferrari all yeah. went on the hards. Yeah, it's, it was a it was a strange strange day. Uh, but yes, uh, eighth place found Alonso obviously battled a lot with um, Esteban Ocon, his teammate. Um, but came out ahead and got another couple of points. That's some more some more points, consistent points for Alpine. Probably not where they expected to finish, I'd say. I thought they would probably expect to finish ahead of uh, Norris. But Lando Norris finished in seventh. Um, he also went onto the hards, but had a big enough gap to everyone else behind that he wasn't really... He was just basically by himself after a while, just having his own little race. Uh, he did say afterwards he was disappointed and that he expected more considering he'd started fourth. Um, but I think he knew that his race wasn't really with anyone ahead of him. It was always going to be with the Alpines. And then in sixth place, definitely didn't expect this driver to be here. Uh, Charles Leclerc. Now, I don't think we've mentioned what happened to him. No, uh, I don't think we've covered it. Yeah. Um, so for some for some strange reason, he decided to go under the hearts. Yeah, he. I'm going to say he. I'm, I'm going to say he. I mean, the team decided to put him on okay. the hearts because he had no idea why. But what I like about Charles Leclerc is they say jump, and he just doesn't even look. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you mind driving off that cliff for me? Yep, no worries, mate. Um, yeah, so he finished sixth. He put on the hards. Obviously, a dreadful stint on the hards. Went on the softs. Obviously, thinking he could emulate what um, Hamilton and Sainz were doing, and he didn't. He had no pace on the softs, which is really strange considering how much of a performance you would think the Ferrari's would put under the softs, but he had absolutely nothing. Puri's basically just handed the championship to Max Verstappen. Yeah. This was Ferrari's race to lose, and they did. Yeah, I, it was really strange, because I was expecting on the softs he would have then set the timing alight, but he didn't. Now, that tells me a few things. That other is that his engine has just had it, and they need to change his engine also, like they changed signs. Or um, there's something hinky going on with who's getting upgrades or something's happened because it's just really strange for Leclerc, who we week in, week out reckon he's the fastest guy this season on a one-lap pace. And um, yeah, yeah, just nowhere, nowhere. Absolutely like, and it, nowhere. It wasn't even like he was held up by anyone. He was just 
couldn't catch anyone to be held yeah. up by anyone. Yeah, he did one good overtake on Russell, like we said, but apart from that, that was it really. Yeah, didn't really, didn't really do much. Um, fifth place, Sergio Perez. Have to say he done well from starting from eleventh to get into fifth. Yeah. Um, obviously, I have my theories as to why he's not performing as well as Max. But I think we'll discuss that in our first podcast of the summer break. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, solid race for Perez. Probably fifth is probably the best he probably could have managed. Um, didn't have the pace of Verstappen or the guys in front of him. But still, good recovery from starting 11th. Fourth place. Uh, also didn't expect this guy to be here. Uh, in the other tragic Ferrari. Carlos Sainz. Again, strategy wrecked his race afterwards he didn't know what was going on either he says he didn't he doesn't understand yet he hasn't had a team debrief i don't know what fry thought with they're doing with him like why put leclerc on the hards but don't put science on it and then put science on the soft science at the end showed good pace on the softs but obviously ultimately his tires went away towards the end and then third place George Russell, probably not where he expected to finish considering he was on pole. But ultimately, he just didn't have the pace. He started off well. Um, he was on the softs while everyone else was on the mediums of the hards. Um, he had a, another excellent start off the virtual safety car. Getting 2.6 seconds, literally straight after, which is ridiculous. Obviously, George Russell knows more about virtual safety cars than anyone else in the grid. But yeah, I would say he probably wasn't happy with Felicia in third. I don't think so. I'm, uh, he didn't have the pace, but also maybe the strategy didn't work out for him either, I don't think. Because if he was on the same strategy as Hamilton, then maybe it would have been closer. Yeah, um, I don't, I, I don't know why. The soft. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe he was preempting some rain. You know, go out in the softs, pump in loads of good laps, and then once it starts to rain, get onto the enters. I think and then they, that's him. I think they wanted to try and hold the Ferraris off as well, taking him at the start. Um, yeah. So it sort of makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, just didn't work out. But I mean, we've seen many calls go the other way. So yeah, it's always it's always difficult when you're on pole and you're not in the quickest car. Because it kind of wrecks your strategy because you know that you have to put on a tire that's faster than everyone else to get away from them. Yeah, but no, ultimately, still a good race, though. Good points for Mercedes, and then second place, the fastest driver of the day in an absolute rocket ship of a car, Lewis Hamilton. And I'd say that is a great drive from seventh place by Mr. Hungry. Yeah, I mean, like you said, from seventh, great, great race from great him. Drive. Um, whatever Mercedes do on them soft tires worked a miracle he came out and just started pumping in unbelievable up after unbelievable up after unbelievable up I think if there wasn't any virtual safety car towards the end or rain I think he definitely would have caught Max in the last lap yeah it was interesting because the strategy was similar, but uh, his obviously he goes gets a much stronger stint out off of his mediums and it goes much longer than everybody else and gets much fresher tyres at the end. So, yeah, he might have got him at the end. But um, Max obviously burnt his up, taking him 
Uh, Max overtook him, with, but with fair pace. I mean, rightly so. Yeah, but um, I think if Honda qualified higher, he probably would have won. Yeah. Probably would have won that race. <clears throat> and uh, obviously, in first place, Max Verstappen. But what can we say? You know, fair play, great strategy, um, great tire choice. Uh, he had a spin, controlled it well, and overtook Leclerc after a spin, and then led led comfortably at the end. Um, you know, fair play to him. He's eighty points ahead in the championship. So, yeah. well done on the championship this season, Max. Yeah, I mean. Championship drive, mature, spins it, doesn't bin it. Uh, yeah, we say that Hamilton was the fastest because he had the fastest time. He was uh, consistently the fastest during the race. But at the end of the day, Verstappen uh, started behind Hamilton, overtook him on track, and like you said, was comfortable in front. So, yeah, fair play. You have to give it to him. He's not the world. He was. He didn't win the world champion on by pure luck last season it's out of merit so well done great drive from him that's why he is where he is that's yeah, why he has I, done in his car i disagree about last year but we'll leave that <laughs> well season's a long season you can't argue every yeah but he went into the last race level points and then hamilton destroyed him but that's last year <laughs> that's I'm, last year this i'm gonna give, i'm so. gonna i'm gonna try to make this less uh, they both they they both deserved it last year. Someone was gifted it by a certain room chain. Okay, I'm not, even, <laughs> I'm not even talking about last year. I can't even dig up those demons. I'm just talking about this race. I think Max yeah. had a great race, deserved yeah. the win. But uh, definitely, you described their championship drive, yeah. and that's exactly what it was. Fair play to him. Great results. Dead calm, actually. Um, yeah. was the race, but you know, fair play to him. Brilliant drive. His championship now to lose. Yeah, 100%. If he loses it from here, only only a Ferrari strategist could do that to him. <laughs> yeah, and hope maybe it might come out after the summer break that Red Bull have hired Ferrari's lead strategist and then we just see oh, do, 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 trickling down the order, but I doubt it because Ferrari, Red Bull are top-notch in their strategy. Maybe they've maybe got... Ferrari have got that World Cup World Cup octopus just making the decisions. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> like a massive hyperbrain in a big aquarium. Uh, <laughs> anybody who listens to this works for Ferrari, please let us know what has happened on the inside because we would love to know because it would be hilarious. Let's be out. honest. If they, if they can't work out the, the strategy, they ain't going to be able to work out and send an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or listen to the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure they're still looking at data, to be honest. Yeah, maybe maybe it was Pirelli who went up to them and went, here, file that hard tire on there, sure. <laughs> Fire like, all right. <laughs> I don't get it. Don't get it. But yes, that was a, a great race for the summer break. Hung- yeah, Hungaroring. Uh, I have some uh, post-race news. Not much, but I have a little bit. Okay, that's how your post-race news, Dominic. Well, a bit of gossip first. Uh, Christian Horner came out laughing. No hards for us. <laughs> it's just... I think that describes him in more ways than one. <laughs> uh, then there's the cool-down room. 
which yes. has been highly televised and uh, memed, where you've just got Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen and uh, lots of people making fun. Of the, only, the only thing it brings two rivals together is a laugh about <laughs> the Leclerc's did you, uh, did you see though when Hamilton asked our fry on the hards for, uh, for Stappen and Russell both turned around Hamilton in like a split second and were like yes <laughs> and they were like race each other to answer him first <laughs> unbelievable what I also wanted to mention was actually I don't have anything else <laughs> well, that, was, that was amazing that was yeah. some great post race analysis there and that uh, news done it I've got a few things I want to mention, uh, mention well, I, I did want to go over because uh, I forgot to mention it pre-race I wanted to mention that uh, fans the whole reason F1 brought out this don't discriminative spiel uh, don't discriminate sport should be um, fun loving and everything and all that uh, jazz is because uh, some fans were burning merchandise, weren't they? Did you hear about that? Yes, yes, I seen. Yeah, the um, the always pleasant Dutch army. Well, I didn't say uh, they were Dutch. I didn't say they were well, Dutch. Well, <laughs> I seen the photo, and it was all Dutch people, all draped in their orange um, gear, all burning Lewis Hamilton merchandise. I got myself into a little bit of trouble because uh, I threw a few comments out. Uh, online and I got troll heavily trolled <laughs> <laughs> by the Dutch army <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I was like ah, I think I'd turn my phone off for a little bit <laughs> what, what what was your comment that got you in so much trouble well I just there was obviously some people saying it's not right it, it should, the sport shouldn't be like that and then they were referencing other scenarios where the Dutch fans have been apparently the Dutch fans have been um let's say not pleasant and um, not making it a fun sport for everyone. So people shouldn't be afraid to support any driver before they go to a race without being heckled or felt to feel unsafe. And, uh, and um, yeah, I just made a comment about when Max Verstappen started a fight with uh, Esteban Ocon and it did, oh. not go, it did not go down well. I, I, can, I was going to say, I can imagine that went down like a, like, like a ton of bricks. I sort of hinted at the idea that because uh, people were asking Max should come out and speak to his fans and say it's not acceptable, and a lot of people were arguing, "Well, it's not his responsibility," which is right. But uh, I, I made the point in connection that it doesn't set a good example for your fan base when you've clearly been seen um, having that sort of behaviour. So yeah, and and to be fair, I don't think we've seen a fan base like it before he arrived. No, and I started getting started getting hot headed and tempered. Yeah, I like the Dutch actually. Uh, I've been to a yeah, couple of races. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, like sorry about the Dutch. No, big no, Dutch no. fans. I can't wait to see some Dutch fans in Singapore. I, I was at the Austrian so, Grand Prix, which is a heavily Dutch based uh, Dutch based race. I love it. They bring a great atmosphere. I love the boozy culture, the games, the fun banter. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's only a minority that are ruining it for everybody else, but uh, I never see them. But uh, no, that so, being said, that, be, that being said, but you know, it happens, and we need to either move on or get dealt with. So, um, but yes, as I said, that was a great last race before the summer break. Obviously, we're going to keep going on and recording episodes during the summer break. Um, I don't know, Dom. If you want to do our next um, 
podcast on the 2023 season driver lineup and how and throw a few see we'll say who's confirmed and who we think might take some of the potentially vacant seats yeah let's do it because there's a lot to talk about there is a lot to talk about actually that's why i wanted to bring it up uh i think we should also do one of obviously the first 13 races like a review of like the best drivers best teams you know winners and losers of the first half of the season will be a good wee podcast to do mm-hmm. uh, obviously we'll, we'll we will do a review on the on the game at some point yeah. that we mentioned about four weeks ago yeah uh, anything else you think don that we should cover for the couple of weeks yeah we still need to challenge the doggy to bullshit or plausible because he has not yet played it so yeah, uh, we'll to see as well. if he can uh, beat you, not Guan yeah. Yu, just no, you. No, no, he's too famous to be on this podcast. Um, I think you should email, see if you can get some emails of drivers, PR people, and um, see if you can get anyone on. Yeah, <laughs> give it my best. Seems yeah. I'm not in charge of social, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's weirdly, I'm not in charge of social. But I'm the one that set up the YouTube. I'm the one that set up LinkedIn. I'm the one that. Set... <laughs> Should I yeah. carry on? No, no, no. I think you pretty much covered it there. To be fair, so... <laughs> it's um, that's the end of that. I think. Hit the odd, like, one monthly uh, tweet or message from Ryan's account. <laughs> yeah. <Woo. laughs> um, but he has yet to put anything on YouTube, so. Just a blank account, just a channel with nothing on it. Yeah, that's how we roll. Now I will upload some stuff at the weekend, so yeah. guys, keep an eye out at that blank it's account. It's it as it blank as Ferrari's strategy room, but there's more, it's more sense in it. It's an empty shell. <laughs> I can't wait to see their calls next uh, next race. I cannot wait. Can't wait. It will be well, not well next race. So hopefully they would have made a mind up by the time we get the spa. Yeah, let's so, see. Let's see. And potentially this could be the last race in spa this uh, this year as well. Potentially. Yeah. So. Same. Yeah, a lot of good tracks are going to end up falling away to the sidelines so of the oil. Um, let's uh, hope not. Yeah, spa is a fantastic track. Uh, yeah, it is great. I love it. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up this podcast. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? We nope. sign off. Nope. nope. Okay, that's Tom. Sign off. Nope. My sign off is nope. Where I don't know any Hungarian, so I can't even say goodbye in Hungarian. One second. Let's find out what it is. As we did Olivoir last week with all our great French. I don't think. I don't even think it's Olivoir. I think it's uh, something. Olivoir is it? Yeah, Olive, like, like olive. It's definitely, definitely not that. <laughs> okay, let's have a look. Right here we go. <laughs> I can't pronounce that. What is it? Uh, okay, here we go. Bizont Latastra. Heard it here first. I see. Uh, wait, hang on. I'll put it on Google so you, Google can tell you. Bizont Latastra. That was close. Bizont Latastra. Bizont Latastra. Yeah. This on Trondasha. Here we go. Bilingual. We're all bilingual. Me and Rob. Many languages around the world. You heard it here first. Visuntan Latasha. Nailed it. That's been me, Dom.
And this is and this has been me, Ryan. <laughs> they don't plant the lads shasha. There's tons of lads shasha. <laughs> no, that was. See you on the other side. Ciao. Yeah. Ciao. <laughs> oh, ciao. Au revoir. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, please write into the podcast at f1purplerain at gmail.com. Or get in contact with us through our Instagram page at f1purplerain. Yeah.